You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 866. Mac Stockio. And welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 866 in a series of so far 866 shows. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you all this evening? Mike Potter, that Mac Stock Wizard, is getting ready to host another Mac Stock in Woodstock, Illinois. Like last year, he'll wave his magic wand and make it all virtual. Well, most of it anyway. So yeah, yeah. So we have we have Mike uh, we have Mike Potter with us today, Gaz. Do we? We do. It, he's, he's well. Anybody and anybody watching the video feed will have <laughs> already seen that, and also seen also seen the Northamptonshire ghost stories book that he just showed me as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that someplace really? in like some place that's not the U.S. Well, it's someplace that's not the U.S. and it's someplace that I used to live, which I don't live there anymore. So yeah, but I, they have I, they have ghosties. Well, most of Britain has got ghosts, apparently. <laughs> anyway, what have you been doing this week? Well, I'm sure we'll get on to Mike in a, a second or two. What have you been doing this week? Uh, well, you know, I, I was in Pennsylvania last week or two weeks ago. And uh, as I was telling you, we did a lot of putt-putting while we were there. And now that I'm home, well... Bowling seems to be on the agenda since I went twice, not once, but twice this week, once with the guys from work, and then the next night with my son, Peter, his girlfriend, and two other people that he knows, and also Tracy went. So three quarters of the family was there, if you don't count like my five brothers and sisters. who Which we're not. Yeah, and they weren't there. So it was just <laughs> the immediate family. Good. What about you? Well, I'm... I've got to say thanks again to Mr. Mr. Apter, Mr. Gary Apter, for sending me a funny photo, which basically is talking about a busy night at Stonehenge as the workers get ready to move the stone backwards an hour for the end of British summer. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Gary. It did make me laugh. Um, but they, they still have time. Um, see what I did there? Yeah, very good. <laughs> as British summertime ends on 31st of October. Um, actually, this week I also got paid a little bit of money for doing a day's work. <laughs> what? Yes, I, I'm at. Yes, yes, uh, out of retirement for a day. Um, I also did a 50 mile bike ride, which was really great, actually. Uh, and I spent some time on my Mac, mm, 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 mm. as I've been doing a lot of admin for these Midlands uh, Referee Society. Uh, went down to London on Friday, actually, uh, and I have to say. Um, if you can, then you have to visit my for pick's sake pick, which will come later. So it was a pub? No. Oh. No. no. Okay. Because okay. I have seen your pick, and I don't think they serve beer there. No, they So I was very surprised that that's what you picked. And no, without further ado, okay, number one, I'm still on my SM7B. Blah. I'm still okay. there. Thank you. Moving and on. moving on, we want to welcome to... The, the 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 my mac podcast family of insanity mr mike potter hello there mr mike potter hello there mr guy Searle. and there's a and reason yes gas 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 there's a reason why gas 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 
And uh, that's because next week there's a little event going on called Max Stock. This is going to be the sixth year for Max Stock. Um, last year, of course, because of COVID, it was virtual. This year, it's still virtual. Virtual ish. It's virtual ish. Yeah. It's the, virtual. It's yeah. virtual. And there will be some actual live human beings there. Uh, a limited number of people over in the um, the opera room. Is that right? The there opera house. Be, there will be a very very limited number of people in attendance for virtual Max Doc in person. The <laughs> <laughs> sky's the, the limit. It's a yeah. virtual meeting with real a, people. Yes, yeah, it's a virtual very meeting with with some folks who who've opted smartly or not to join us in person for the live recording yes of virtual max deck and i'll be yeah. there so of course it was a smart decision you you will be there yes you will be there dave ginsburg will be there mike schmitz will be there uh and then a number of folks who've who've come out year after year to support max deck are are coming out for it as well uh, both local and and a couple actually are coming in for it as well uh, so it, it, it will be a small, intimate group of folks. The, the vast majority will be attending virtually. Um, and that's kind of the idea. That's kind right. of the idea. You know, where, where we are, are at right now in the world, that's really the best way to gather. Uh, but we do have uh, plenty of mitigations in place for the folks who are going to be there. Uh, and uh, I, we'll be able to do it safely and have a, have a blast at the same time. And, and there'll be lots of social distancing, which oddly enough seems to happen any place I go. So that's a good thing right there. Uh, and if you want to find out more information about MaxDoc, make sure you go to MaxDocConferenceAndExpo.com. Look up the links to uh, attend virtually. Uh, I don't know if you can still get the VIP tickets at this point, or is that pretty much done? I have, uh, a, I've shut down the sale of VIP tickets. Okay. Uh, however, there are still a few slots open. I just didn't want there to be some sudden last rush. There's a, there's a couple slots open. If, if anyone wants to uh, attend in person, they can reach out to me uh, and I'll give them the details of what's involved in that and uh, we can go from there. Uh, but it, there really are just a couple, almost literally a couple spots open. Right, so, right. Uh, yeah, so I went ahead and shut it down. But uh, if you want to attend virtually, that's open to anyone completely free. Just come to the site, sign up, and you'll get the information for joining us on Saturday. Yeah, I'm actually looking, I mean, besides the fact that it's MaxDoc, I'm looking forward to it because I've actually never been in the Opera House. Guy. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Gaz oh. is here. Hi, Gaz. Yeah, are we not going to be talking about this in the next section? Yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right we are. <laughs> So snippets <laughs> rewind. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's hear about the snippets. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt your lovely little conversation, but we'll be having it again in a little while. I know we see, this is what it was like in my head. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. That's normally how it is in your head Pretty much. anyway we're gonna we're gonna jump in because we are gonna try and do my snippets and then possibly talk about the event very quickly in this first section as guy has already started down that avenue um but we're, we're gonna jump into my snippets and then uh and mike 
you can interrupt and well not interrupt but interject if you want to on any of these stories yeah i'd never do they're, that they're very very I'll quick stories interrupt and interject into both anyway um gassy snippets um right apple says motorcycle vibrations can damage the iphone cameras now i mentioned this last time mm -hmm. but funnily enough the apple event showed somebody with an iphone on a motorbike <laughs> just making that point also just taking a spill there. on a bicycle yes well that's that's gone down very well with uh carl madden yeah i bet it has <laughs> And they, he was reminded several times on his podcast about his fall on a bike. Anyway, Apple releases OS 7.6.2, which is the watch OS um, with important security update. Apple has released the Mac OS 11.6 to the public with important security updates. Um, Apple says that iOS 14.8 patches the iPhone attack that defeated blast door protections. Don't know if everybody uh, noted that they got a sudden um, update this last week, and uh, there was quite a lot of news, including the BBC's tech uh, page on their website, saying you must yeah. update now. Yeah, if you haven't, they are flawed. If you have not updated your phone, if it's capable of running that particular update, if you haven't updated your iPad, if you haven't updated your watch, if you haven't updated your Mac, for the love of God, do it now. That's not a joke. Do it now. No, no, he's being very serious. <laughs> I'm very uh, serious. Anyway, Moving on, Epic okay. Games paid $6 million to Apple as required by the judge following the conclusion of the <laughs> trial. <laughs> Guy thinks that's really funny. I iPhone do. 11 owners head the list of those upgrading to the iPhone 13. Hmm. Mm, and Mike's going to be quizzing me about that in a little while while I tell him what I've done. Apple VR headset plans progress as the company tests 3000 dpi display that mm. will make carl madden very very happy apple can still charge its app store 30 percent fee even after the epic ruling analysts say and we all know what guy thinks about analysts nothing good enough said apple retires the leather loop i wanted to put this i so wanted to put this in it just made me smile apple has retired the leather loop uh, watch band designed originally introduced in 2015. Ah, hmm. oh, sad face, sad face. Apple Care Plus now covers cracked back glass on the iPhone 12 and iPhone 13 models for a reduced $29 fee. And I think, I think that's the cost if you've got Apple Care that you pay to repair the glass. I think that's right. Um, Apple accused of false marketing and fraud over the M1 MacBook display issues. Oh, I thought it was going to be about everything else they do. Ooh. Oh, go on, Mike. You're, you're shaking your head. Oh, no, I'm still reflecting on the after paying for Apple Care Plus, you only have to pay an additional $29 for <laughs> <laughs> the crackback glass. Yes, crackback class. Yes, yes. Our um, M1 MacBook Air display is just fine here in this household. Now, is well, this only for pros? Um, okay, so let's. Apple is facing a new class action lawsuit in the United States that accuses it of false or, or 
or deceptive marketing for the M1-powered MacBook Pro and MacBook Air, fraudulent business practices, misconduct in customer support, and violation of consumer law. The lawsuit filed this week in the Northern District of California represents Apple customers across the United States who have faced hardware defects in their M1 MacBook Pro and MacBook Air. Oh, I <laughs> thought it was going to be a Bluetooth lawsuit. No. Should have been. Apple Pay arrives in Chile as its South American expansion continues. Apple are seemingly adds Russia to a list of countries where iCloud private relay won't be available. <laughs> Color me stunned. Absolutely. Oh, wait, hold on. There we go. <laughs> Can you please update that? And, uh. and a very apt story for me. Apple starts offering 0% financing on iPhones for 24 months in Canada. Mm. Well done, Canada. And uh, my story will relate to that here in the UK as well. So that, my friends, is the end of Gaz's snippets. And moving on from now, normally this is where, because you only have a, a, a couple more segments for the ordinance survey, right? Well, I've missed out on the ordinance survey because we've got Mike on, and right. we can catch up on that next week. And next also, week. I've got, and I, I not, I've not done any Gaz's link. There is one there, but that's because of the ordinance survey. But um, uh, I normally have a few more or Gaz's links as well, but we'll miss out on those. So, okay. Well, real quick, because um, everyone has already talked about it, let's let's talk about the Apple event that happened on Thursday. Sorry, Tuesday. Thursday? Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. It was on Tuesday. And I must say that I did a reaction time, which uh, Mike usually does a reaction time where we all voice what we think we know is happening live as the event occurs. And we're all madly watching the event as it happens. And Mike always tries to get a little bit out of us before that happens so we can show just how much we don't know <laughs> um, prior to then the announcements coming out. Um, but that was a great show with Chuck and with Dave Ginsburg, Dave Ginsburg. Eric, yourself, and myself. And uh, yes. uh, good fun it was. Did everybody enjoy it? Was it or was Dave, it? Dave's, Dave's panic attack that the Max might not be released was one, <laughs> yeah. one of the better. Yeah, the Max. Of the episode, yeah, yeah. The iPhone Max. Yeah, we went, into, we went into stupid mode because they, they did the phone, um, the iPhone 13. And for some reason, we had a mental, all of us seemed to have a mental block that that wasn't the end of the phone. The iPhone Pro would then come on. And we all kind of just missed that. Um, but I think that's because now they've got into a sequence with having an iPhone and an iPhone Pro. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, perhaps a couple of years ago, it was all one band with the iPhone. And right. then they'd talk about the, uh, the different versions. And when we said, there's no Max. It's, it's the iPhone. It's just the, the Dave Ginsburg absolutely went into meltdown until we went, oh, oh, it's the iPhone Pro now. <laughs> yeah, because Apple was not going to release an iPhone Pro. Just never. Yeah, no, never, never. Never. Yeah, you'd think they they liked making money or something. So can I can I ask a quick question of Mike because obviously sure. he he has to set all that up and he he's the host and he's obviously trying to keep the flow going um, with the sorry wait, I'm a boring wait, wait you guys have you listened to the show <laughs> yes his yes. show or our show 
I get the flow going in in post when we edit. That's when I work on the yes, flow. but yeah, I can. You're also concentrating on the you know the questions, and you often come up with a question for each of us in in the show about things as well. Yes, and, yes, and true. so 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 obviously your time to to take in what's going on with the the event itself is obviously therefore re- a little bit restricted. So have you had any secondary thoughts since Tuesday about what's uh, what's been released? Well, you know, a primary thought is that uh, about a month and a half prior to this release, which we knew was coming, we knew the iPhone 13 was coming, um, we purchased an iPhone 12 for my daughter. Mm-hmm. Why? I do not regret that. Was there a reason why? I don't, I don't regret it. I, I, and, uh, you know, very often when new hardware comes out, you're like, oh, gosh, darn, why, didn't, why didn't we wait that month? Why didn't we made a, wait a month and a half? Her phone was her phone. Her 6s plus was in desperate shape. We had mm. to replace it. Um, well, I guess we didn't have to. We could have dealt with it for another month and a half. But I I debated long and hard. Should we wait? Should we go ahead and and get that iPhone 12? We got the iPhone 12. In retrospect, I I don't regret it. So uh, there there wasn't that much new about the iPhone 13. That made me say, uh, no, yeah, honestly, uh, the, the big thing was the cameras and some of the stuff yeah. that was included with like making movies and stuff like that with the cameras. But if yeah. you, if you already own an iPhone 13 and you're not a professional photographer, I would kind of say, why would you upgrade? Mm-hmm. Why would you, you know, why would you get a 13? But of course well, it- it's other people's money. So. They can do as they Absolutely. please. Absolutely. And obviously, I think one of the stories, the snippets I said, was that the, the majority of the um, iPhone 11 owners head to head the list of those upgrading to iPhone 13. Now, partially, I think that's also because a lot of those people are on a two-year cycle anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. yeah. So, well, you, um, you, you brought up a very, very good point at the end of our episode there, Kaz, when you said, uh, or well, actually, you brought up that you were doing an active comparison between models. Yes. At the end, using Apple's own tools on their site. Yeah. And uh, that was great to bring up because I think that's very, very important for anyone who's looking at a new device that Apple is releasing and say, how important are these changes? How important are these updates to me as the user versus what I already have? And because you can go all the way back, I, one, one of you looked it up. I think you can go all the way back to the iPhone SE. The original like SE, yes. The original yes. SE. Yeah. So if you can plug in the phone you have and you can plug in the new phone that was just announced and maybe the prior generation. And a, and that, a comparison point, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you have you have your phone, you have, in this case, the 12, and you have the 13, and you can run down that list and see exactly what's different about all the models. You can have a you know a um plus I, I minus say, kind of have an intelligent decision and i realized yeah. that that was not that was not <laughs> proper english um so i was trying to form proper english on the fly and it just was not working <laughs> welcome uh, to the mymac.com podcast <laughs> you would think it wasn't my native language uh anyway uh you can you can have an informed decision a better informed decision of of whether that upgrade is worth it to you. And I think that was a very, very important point to bring up, not only for the iPhone, but for the Apple Watch and for any other new devices that Apple is introducing this year. You can always go through those comparisons, and Apple is very open about what the differences are. Yeah. Yeah. 
so we've got we've got the iPhone 12 mini. We've got the sorry iPhone 13 mini, the iPhone 13. We've got the iPhone 13 Pro and the iPhone 13 Pro Max. So there's yep. four phones, three different sizes. Um, the 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 two Pro models obviously have the three lens camera, whereas the mini and the regular iPhone only have a two lens camera. And there are certain things that go along with that that you can do with the Pro that you can't do with the regular one. Various amounts of storage that's available. They all have uh, Wi-Fi 6 built in, I believe. Yeah. And, uh, of course, they have um, LTE, not LTE. um, Well, as you you said at the start, most most people have have already spoken about all of the tech specs and everything. Yeah, that's why why I'm just just kind of like going through that real quick. Uh, Other than that, they also... Go go ahead. I was going to say, so what hit you, Guy, about the show once oh in fact let me let me go back to mike because he he did his normal stuff of deflecting okay. the question because ah. i asked him if he had any other what question was that the event <laughs> i asked him if he had any thoughts about the event any further thoughts after the event and he he then deflected the question back to the fact that i'd made a, a note about the comparison after no him. no i think I, I i think i i you know in retrospect um, it, you know, as a family, we made a, a decision to purchase. The, and there were tons of these articles in the in the Macosphere or the Appleosphere, I should say, not Macosphere, the Appleosphere, the week before. Should you buy an iPhone 12 or should you wait for the 13? You know, almost always the answer is, well, wait for the new one if it's that yeah. close. But when you have a month and a half to decide, and we made that decision, now that the event is over. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that decision. I, I'm, can I, can I ask a question? Did you trade the old phone in? No. Okay. Well, one, it's not worth anything, um, and two, we always find some way to repurpose old iPhones around here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one is being used as the uh, primary music player in my wife's store right now. So, cool. uh, you know, we we find a way to repurpose them around the house, or or they sit on my desk, abandoned and lonely lonely i'm sorry phone um but anyway (laughs) yeah so you know you know you know gaz that the ios world and by that i include the ipad i include the apple watch and all that stuff it it doesn't it's one of those things that's cool you know but it it doesn't really trip yeah there you go it doesn't really trip my trigger like new macs do no no. You know, get back to me in a month when the new Macs have been uh, uh, yeah. announced, hopefully, and we'll have that discussion. But, eh, you know, look, I, I'm no, I, I know what you're. I, I know what. Yeah, I know what you're saying about the the differential between the 13 and the 12, and um, yeah. um, I, I'll come to my decision making process in in a little while because I, I I've already interrupted Guy. And I'm actually amazed at how little he's already spoken on this show so far. So I'm I'm going to jump in. I'm trying to say, be good because I'm going to be seeing be Mike next good. week. You'll, so you'll be I incredibly, be good. amazingly good. <laughs> well, look, look, would here's here. I don't know. Maybe this is the the better. Would I like a new Apple Watch? Sure. Yeah, why sure, not? that'd be great. Um, but my current Apple Watch does what I need it to do, and so I don't I don't feel compelled to get that new one. There's there's some cool features, the oxygen sensor, but that's not necessarily super important to me personally. There are lots of people it is important to, and they absolutely should get that. If that's if they're if they have an older watch that doesn't have it, they should get the new one that has that, because it can be very beneficial to them. 
Um, to me, there isn't anything about the new Apple Watch where I say, eh, it's a little bit bigger screen. Um, I have very, very few needs. Uh, one of those needs is, does it still have the Mickey watch face? As long as it does, I'm cool, you know, great. Um, but there isn't, I don't take many photos with the camera on my iPhone. Um, uh, tons of folks do, but again, it's one of those things lots. that's not super important to me. So yeah. uh, 5G, not super important to me. Uh, I don't do a lot of data uploading and downloading on my phone. I do it on my Macs. So CarPlay? Yeah, it, no, I, I don't do anything with CarPlay. Wait till you get a car that has CarPlay. Oh, you, I would love it. I would love be it. Amazed. Um, well, right now, just just leave the show right now. Go get a car that has. Car if home. I could find one, yeah, yeah, try to find and a if new you car. Can, and if you can afford one, even a secondhand one, you know, the the, the secondhand thing, ones are actually more expensive than than brand new ones in a lot of ways. I could sell my two thousand eight car right now for a very nice chunk of change, but I can't turn around and buy anything new. Yeah, no. there's there's nothing out there. So, it, you know, it's one of those. One of those lovely catch 22s. I, I guess I could sell it and sit on the money until new cars are available again, but. Yeah, just ride your bike to work every day. Uh, it's, so, a, it's a long 12 miles up to Woodstock. <laughs> Especially now with, with winter coming on. What's the what's <laughs> the worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen? I'm forgetting a Chicago winter is probably a little bit harsher than our winter. Yeah, here. a little bit. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. bit. Uh, so honestly, Guy, what I, did you think? I watched the presentation and at the end of it, I have to say I was underwhelmed. Um, it, to me, it just wasn't a very exciting event. It was, it was all mostly not much in a way of innovation. It was mostly just here's the new phone and it does a couple of new things, but it looks exactly like the phone or iPad or what have you that came before. Now, having said that, <laughs> my wife is still on, my wife is on an original SE, iPhone SE, and it's starting to have issues. And I'm on an SE2. So, and she likes the small form factor. So to me, it was like, well, do I get perfect a mm -hmm. iPhone 13 mini? Or do I get the regular sized iPhone Hang on a minute. and give Can her I just my jump in SE there? too? Sure. Do you, do you get an iPhone 13 mini and give mm. it to her? Mm -hmm. Or do you get yourself an iPhone and give her your SE? I mm. wonder which way this was going to go. I'm going to have an iPhone 13 and she's going to have an iPhone SE too. <laughs> Because honestly, all of the, the extra stuff that iPhones do, she just doesn't care. You know, I mean, it's mostly, it's it's a phone that lets her play Bejeweled. It's a phone that lets her do lots and lots and lots of voice texting. Lots and lots of voice texting. Uh, you know, taking pictures. You know, I can't even get her to, I, I sent her an invitation to join my iCloud account because I've got the two terabyte iCloud account. Yeah, can't get her to push the button for it, but she'll complain all day about her the lack of storage that she has for pictures. And it's like I 
I sent you that invitation. She's like, yeah, but blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay. All right. All right. All right. Never mind. Never mind. I'm not going to argue it, but we've been married for 29 years and I've learned a long time ago that arguing with my wife is a losing proposition, even when I'm right. So I just don't do it. It's like, okay, fine. We're good. Let's, let's just, that's, that's roll. why what you do is you share that storage space. This is what I do. I shared the storage space and then I say, here, give me your phone. Oh, and they just and go I, ahead and hit the buttons and make it happen. Go ahead and hit the buttons and yeah. and set them up with it. They, they're all sharing my my shared yeah. iCloud storage. Yeah, everybody's happy. Mm -hmm. No complaints. I just set myself up as the central IT manager of the household. Right. <laughs> and what does the IT person do in a business? Here, give me your phone. That's yes. what the, give me your computer. Give me your phone. And then they come to me and say, "Should I do this update?" And I say. Well, let's see. Give me your phone. <laughs> and I do the update for him. So yeah. I was doing a lot of 14.8 updates on Monday night. Yeah, well, you got basically just got them all lined up on a shelf and you're like, click, 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 click. Okay, come back right. in so, three hours. So, Guy, when, yeah. when are you – so you've pre-ordered it, I assume? Yes, I did. Okay. It's going to be here on Friday. You know what day I'm leaving for MacStock? Friday. Thursday. Oh, yeah. well, well, so unless it comes like real early, it won't. Yeah, it won't. <laughs> I it won't, won't. I won't. I won't have it until I get back until I get back from MacStock. But that's OK, because my SE2 is just fine. So you can <laughs> redirect the shipment, redirect the shipment. Yeah. No, because house. what would happen yeah. is something would go wrong. And this is, oh, okay, it's slightly delayed, but it'll get there Wednesday. You know what day I leave? Tuesday. Wednesday. Oh, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay. No, actually, you see, that that for me, both of those things that you've just said yeah. is, is a definitive article, so it's not a problem. What is worse is if it was arriving on the day that you were leaving. Yeah, that would arriving, suck. Because, because I, then I'd you'll, be you'll on be, pins be, and needles. Yeah, that is, I'm, I'm going to get, no, I'm never, yeah. I've got to go I, now. Whoa. I'd be at the airport and my, and my wife would text me, oh, your it's phone here. came. It's like, yeah. get in your car right yeah. now. So it's better. Get down here it's to the airport. That you're going the day before. Yeah, or yeah. You're leaving, so. Yeah. So when, when I get the text going, some box came for you, I can just shake my head and go, okay, yeah. Yeah. it'll be there when yeah. I get home. Now, may so, I ask again, did you say iPhone 13 or iPhone 13 mini? iPhone 13. I'm not getting the Pro, and I've, I've had the SE2 for a while. And um, for, for those who don't know, uh, I do this thing called Guy's Daily Drive once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. And everyone, and I do it, I live cast it on Facebook while I'm driving my I car to work. I love that guy. I love that. I do guys, guys daily drive once or twice a week. Yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> and the, the fact that I'm actually driving my car, doing a live cast on my way, on my way to work fills me with awe, wonder, and just a, a little bit of fear. There's a little bit of fear there as well. However, as I always say in guys daily drive, driving is job one so but with that with the se it's up it's up by my my rear view mirror i can see when people make comments and stuff but the screen is so small i can't really read it and frankly that's not necessarily a bad thing because if, if i'm driving my car down the road and i go let me see what that person just said oh no so i don't know yeah and 
you know, it's not going to change. That 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 part of it is still not going to change. I I can I can see when comments come in, and once I'm safely at work, then I can tell everybody thank you all so very much and blah blah blah. Go on from there. Uh, that's not going to change. I, I'm you know driving is the most important part of going wherever it is that you're going to in your car. Do the drive. Don't let yourself get distracted. So. Of course, you know, my life and my brain being a constant distraction. And again, I've told Gaz this before. I think my brain is trying to kill me. So uh, these decisions <laughs> that I make sometimes come back to bite me in the ass. Um, are either one of you two buying anything? Uh-oh. No. So, not, not from this selection. Not from oh, this selection. So- so Mike will remember that the, the heartache and the, the the process that I was going to be going through in making a decision as to whether I was going to buy a phone or not. And um, as you well know, Guy, um, and I think Mike, you know as well, um, when I've bought a phone, my phone then goes down a step mm. and that phone goes down a step and that phone goes down a step. So there's quite a, a convoluted down use of the phones. Yeah. Somewhere in was... Gaz's family, someone's using a 3GS. I no, 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 no. That's, not, that's now that's now gone. <laughs> it's not that big. It's not that big. Okay. Um, and and basically there were a couple of things. I looked at the comparison and I thought, okay, this comparison actually tells me there is no need to change. But actually, that then gives me quite a good reason to change for the family moving forward. Because it means in a couple of years' time, we will all be on very similar phones. So then my decision in a few years' time will be nobody needs to upgrade. We can let this run now for a lot longer because we're getting to a point where they're very small and incremental. And if I hadn't gone this year, then I would have had a, a down the line down the line, somebody going, oh, Gary, can you help me with this phone? Because it's, you know, I'm getting problems with it because they are getting rather old down the line, Guy, I must admit. Yeah. A little bit like the 6S situation. I think we've got somebody who's who's, who's the one before. It's not the six, uh, 6S. It might be the 6. So, so because I do jump between daughters as well. So I thought I'm going to go this year. I might go next year, but then in three, four, five, six years' time, there will be no purchases of iPhones. Now, that's one reason. That wasn't the main reason. The The two main reasons were, yes, there was a slight improvement in camera on the optical zoom. Um, everybody keeps saying it's six times zoom. It's not six times zoom. Well, it was with a the Pro. Three, it was a th- with the Pro, yeah. It was a three, because it's the iPhone Pro that I'm getting. Oh, um, okay. And, and I was I umming was and ahhing quite a lot, because actually I've got the... Uh, 11, which has got the 5.8 size, whereas the Pro's got the 6.1. So I I was really wondering whether I'd go down that avenue. But the the three times optical swung it for me, along with the low-light creativity that could be there, because I'm starting to take a lot of nighttime pictures. And I want to try it with stars as well. But the biggest... Will they the let biggest, you get close enough to their windows? Absolutely, they will. Okay, good, good. Um, but the biggest... the big, It's me, guy. It's me. <laughs> it's just gas. Yeah. No, don't draw the curtains. It's just gas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't worry about putting your clothes on. Um, 
the the biggest win the biggest win for me was the canadia option that has been in the uk for some time now you all know that i'm currently struggling for uh, full-time uh, continuous employment um so the situation of putting that down on the interest-free 24 months financing may have interrupted whether i could actually get it so i tested that out to see whether I could still get 24 months interest-free. And I could. So that, along with the others, meant, okay, I'm going for it. I'm going to go for it. Because, you know, I could actually buy it outright, if I'm honest. Sure. But if I can spread it over the 24 months, hey, it's money in my bank and, and earning me interest. Yeah. So that's so that's where I went. Well, and so, like you said, it is interest-free. It's an interest-free loan. So yeah, whether yeah, you pay for it all now or you pay for it across 24 months doesn't really matter. No. So... Um, so, so I kind of decided, yeah, I'm going to go for it. Also the increased battery life, there was a few things, but to be honest with you, if you are an iPhone 11 or a, a 12, it really is quite a difficult decision if it's just for you as to whether you jump. I really, you know, but I'd got quite a number of other things that were sitting there saying, go on, you can do it. Go on. That Plus, little, you know, that little devil on your shoulder, whispering the little devil ear. on my shoulder. But actually, I've, I've got a longer term plan with it as well, because um, people down the line will actually they will benefit um, further down the line sure. more at this point in time. OK, so nothing, nothing for you this time around, Mike. Well, can I just before I before yeah, Mike answers that question, this little beauty on my wrist is causing me problems. Interestingly enough, I a few weeks ago, three or four weeks ago, I think it, it was, it failed on me when I was doing a cycle. Really? And the battery suddenly dropped. So I, I, I had it on charge overnight, full charge, no problem. Put it on, went out on the road, and halfway through, it died on me, completely died. Okay, perhaps I'll, I'll I deem that to be a bit of a one-off and left it. Well, it did it again on Monday. Mm. And so I'm thinking, hang on a minute, is there a problem with this watch? Now, if there is, and today actually um, when I was refereeing, it suddenly said at the end of the game, I've only got 10% battery life left. And I thought there is definitely something wrong with this watch. Now, I do not want to sell it privately and give that problem to someone else. But if Apple, who asked the questions about, does it look okay? Is it still working fine? Yeah, it's working fine as long as you don't do any sports. Um, then I might, when the new phone comes out, either go for a refurbished one if I can get some money back for this or go for a new one as well. Uh, like a, a five watch. or a six if they have one? Six or a seven guy I'll go for because... Well, they're not going to have sevens for a while. Yeah, so I'm going to wait for the seven to come out. Okay. Because the seven is later in, later in the fall. So I'll live with it for the time being. If it's going to be November, then I might, I might, I might jump for a six because I don't think there's a lot more in that watch. A little bit, it's a, a little bit like the the thirteen and the twelve comparison. Yeah, so I, I, might I think do, there's like two special watch faces for the seven as yeah, compared I'm not, to the others. Yeah, I'm like, a, yeah. I mean, it's got, it's going to probably have a slightly improved battery and it's got a slightly larger face. So, yeah. you know, those are the only things I've got to think about. But I think there might be a new iWatch if this keeps failing on me. So um, that's the that's the only thing. So I could have two items, but that, that would be over, well over and above what I would normally do, I've got to say. 
Okay. So, but nothing for you this time around, Mike? No. Uh, speaking of your watch there, uh, Gaz, it sounds like a classic lithium ion battery failure. And that's what they do. You know, they get down to that 50% or so and then just cut off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's what it sounds like. So you yeah. do have the option, of course, of bringing it into the Apple store and saying, hey, I want to swap the battery. And more often than not, they say, "Yeah, for 30 bucks, we'll swap it for yeah. a like yeah. model and you'll get a refurbished one. Well, funnily enough, you both were talking about the oxygen count. And initially, I didn't think that because I think I made a joke about it on the the, the, the reaction time, Mike. Um, but it, funnily enough, Anne, who never takes any interest in the tech. She says, so does your watch do an oxygen count? Oh, what? <laughs> well, that'd be Would useful. Would you like said. to get one that does? She she said, you know, well, that, yeah, that's quite useful having your watch. So, you know, that kind of nudged me even a little bit further down the line. So we'll we'll wait yeah. and see. But yeah, you, you're right, Mike, that, that it's a, a classic drop-off battery um, yeah. um, issue. And and to answer your other question, there are refurbished watch sixes. Yes, in the refurbished store. The biggest problem with the watch is finding the color that you want in the refurb store. You know, often you're refreshing every day until you find the one that yeah, <laughs> has yeah, the color yeah, you want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I no no guy to answer your question that you asked ten minutes ago. <laughs> um, there there is nothing really that I'm ready to purchase. I, I thought about the watch. Uh, you know, look, I have I have a watch three. Um, and it's- and They're it's still, still selling really, them. They're still selling them. Yeah. Now, it, I I mentioned this on For Mac Guys Only, and it's been mentioned multiple times in articles since, Apple should not be selling the three. It's ridiculous that they're selling the three. Yeah, fours or fives at the very least. Yeah, yeah, this has eight gigabytes of memory, but what they really don't tell you is that eight gigabytes of memory is halved. There's really only four for you. And I have nothing on this watch, nothing. No third-party apps, no music, no podcasts, no photos, nothing on here. And I don't, at 2.1 gigabytes free, I don't have enough to install the update. Wow. So every time, Every time an update comes out, which we know sometimes come out more frequently, sometimes less frequently, you have to wipe the watch, back it up, back it up, wipe it, do a restore, which installs the latest version of the OS, then restore your backed up data, and then your watch is ready to go, maybe in two or three hours, <laughs> versus just letting it update overnight. So that that is my biggest pain point with this watch is that i would sure love a new one that allows me to do updates easily not that it's a hard process it's just a pain in the rear process and yeah. and it, it prevents me from doing updates so that's the biggest problem with this watch otherwise it does everything you know fitness wise and whatnot it does what i need it to do uh, but yeah, I just, I just don't, I don't feel compelled to, maybe next year, maybe next year, maybe that flat square edge design will come out and I'll say, oh, that's cool. But, you know, I do like the rounded edge. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want flat squared edges on the watch. I, I get, I have to wait and see it. Yeah, this is, I, I don't yeah. even know if this is a five or a six. I think it's a five. 
I think yeah. you've got a five going. Yeah, but I I have no desire to change it out as long as as long as it it lasts for the complete day and it buzzes me when I'm using CarPlay and stuff like that. I don't care. So now, I I get a day and I get a almost two full days on yeah. mine on the battery. Yeah. And when that stops happening, when I can't make time. it through the day, then it's time. Uh, maybe if I find a good deal on a refurb one before then I might, I might jump, but yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, well putting, just... putting this event aside and we, we got to snap this up, putting, putting this event aside, <laughs> um, what is it that you are looking to buy next in, in your Mac life? My Mac life? Yeah. Well, interestingly, I'm reading one of your notes right there on M1 Macs and virtualization. And that is my, I would love an M1 Mac. I, I love what I'm seeing in terms of the speed so fast. of those machines. Yeah. Uh, I certainly saw everything Wait, you put on. out <coughs> about yours. <coughs> Bluetooth sucks. Sorry, excuse me. What? Bluetooth. What? He said Bluetooth sucks. Bluetooth yeah. sucks. Okay. Well, it just does in general, whether it's an M1 yeah. Mac or not. It just it just does. Uh, but but I am looking to replace that Mac I'm looking at right now. Shh, don't 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 listen to me. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Keep working. Keep working. Keep working. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> well, I fun. still I still love you. I yes, with all my heart. And it probably Until. would if I if I got an M1 Mac, this would stay in service. Now, is that a the, Mac Mini or is it an iMac or what is it? It is a 2012 Mac Pro. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah my son with, Peter is using my 2010 Mac Pro right now, with tons of storage in it, lots of memory. Best machine they ever made. Absolutely amazing machine. I love it. Now. What I said to another friend of mine yesterday, Eric, Gaz, you know Eric. Yep. I said, talk me out of this decision. And that decision is an Intel Mac mini with a Core i6 core Core i7, 32 gig of memory, and a one terabyte SSD. No, 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 no. Combined no. with a Thunderbolt 3 external box to replace this Mac Pro with possibly an M1 Mac mini as a as a secondary supplementary machine later down the road or an M1X or an M2. The reason being, I do a lot with virtualization on here. There's a, a okay. fair amount of software that's Intel software. That's never gonna be updated. Never gonna be updated. And I just- 30, 32 I, bit? It's hard to, well, some 32-bit, but that's that's a moot point. If I get a new Mac Mini, it's a moot point because it's going to come with Spitzer yeah. or Monterey or whatever. Um, but Apple is still selling them. They're still selling Intel Mac Pros. They're still selling Intel 27-inch Intel iMacs. It's hard to imagine, although they've done this to us before, mm -hmm. it's hard to imagine that they're selling these $6,000, $10,000 machines and in a year or two, I was going to say, we're done. Sorry, you're on your own. Go run Linux. Well, no, we they care. won't. They won't do that. No, they'll, they'll support them. But, but good. They're See, not they're not point. going to they're not going to keep 
selling them. And Sorry. I, when, when they first came out with the M1 Mac mini and the 13 inch MacBook pro and air, my prediction at the time was that other than the Mac pro, they were going to complete the transition before the end of this year. That can still happen. Uh, though I'm starting to doubt that they'll do all of the various machines because I, I think they're waiting for whatever they call the next version of the M series to come out with the bigger iMac and the 15 to 16 inch MacBook Pro. And until that chip is ready, they're not gonna they're not gonna release those other machines. Uh, but I can tell Agreed. you <clears throat> that Bluetooth aside, this M1 Mac Mini has been phenomenal. I mean, I don't know if you use DaVinci. I no, I use Final Cut Pro. Okay. Well, everything I'm hearing between Final Cut Pro and DaVinci is that there's really not that much more that hasn't been so heavily modified on the Mac side that will run DaVinci or Final Cut Final Cut Pro better than uh, a 16 gig RAM M1 Mac Mini or MacBook uh, MacBook Pro 13 inch MacBook Pro. Well, I heard that too. Yeah, but. On the other hand, there's there's no Intel operating system that the M1 Mac Mini will virtualize. Not currently, no. I don't think there will be. Everything I'm reading out of Parallels and VMware is yeah, that they the, can't do the it. effort to emulate Intel on the M1 is just it's not it's worth too it. Onerous. The, the, mar well, the market the market is too small. If if yeah. there were if there were millions of people chomping at the bit. To still and you know what five years ago, five years ago, it would have been worth the effort because nearly everyone that was switching over to the Mac was doing so doing it in a way so that they could also run Windows. But I think what Apple has found out, and it's part of the reason why they don't really support Boot Camp anymore, is that fewer and fewer people switching to the Mac or longtime Mac users are bothering to put Windows on their machines anymore. So yeah. the M1 kind of just put the nail in the coffin for virtualizing Windows, or at least the yeah. the x86 version of Windows. So without making this conversation even longer. <laughs> what? So, so, you know, I, so I'm faced with, with this, this decision. Dilemma. So let's say I do get the M1 Mac mini. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. I would rather not get an M1 because to me, it feels very much like the core duo of the Apple Silicon timeline, that it's going to be with us a very, very short period of time before that M1X or M2 comes along. And then that M1 just kind of becomes an afterthought. So I feel like as even though we did purchase an M1 MacBook Air and we love it here in the household, it's an awesome machine. I feel like purchasing an M1 Mac mini as my primary Mac for a long haul mm -hmm. is not a good decision. That waiting for at least the next model is is the right way, M1X or M2. Can I now, let you in on a secret? Please. I, I'm, I love secrets. I'm waiting for the M1X, M2 Mac mini to come out as well, and I will buy one. And, and I don't want to buy your used one. <laughs> it's a well, great uh, one either my prob probably not my wife because she has uh in a way the 2017 
27 inch iMac that, uh, that I gave up for the Mac mini. Um, other than Bluetooth, this, this thing has been amazing and it, it doesn't feel like to your point, the, the core two duo, because the core two duo was really Not kind core of a two, dog the core duo. The first one. Yeah. Well, core duo was yeah. a dog. It really was. Yeah. And, and, and I think once we see the M1X and the M2, we're going to say, oh, yeah, that M1 was a dog. I don't think, I don't, well, dog, I, because the thing is, we're comparing I, it to with what was future. before, with what yeah. was there before. And in terms of speed, it's easily as fast, if not faster, in almost every category than the machines that they're replacing. Whereas the core duo machines, at best, were barely keeping up with the high-end G4s and G5s when they first came out. And so, so, so to just chivy this along, guys. Sure, yeah, because, because one of the things that you wanted to do. Okay, so to 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 emulate what I'm doing right here, I'll, I'll wrap up in 30 seconds. To emulate what I'm doing right here, if I went M1 Mac Mini, I need to somehow supplement it with a machine that can do the virtualization I need to do. So that means, in my mind, you're not going to get Windows, an, an Intel Mac, or a Linux box, yeah. because I can do all the virtualization I need to do on a Linux box. Now that's great. One desk, I have two desks. I need to replicate this on. Mm. So it's not just two machines; it's four machines. Oh, your office, your office too. Exactly. So it it's a lot more complicated decision when you factor all that in, versus. Do I just get an Intel Mac Mini in the refurb store, decked out with everything I can get? On? It's going to run circles around this Mac Pro as is. I'll be oblivious to the fact that the M1 is that much faster than than the <laughs> Intel Mac Mini because I'll just be thrilled that it's running faster than what I have. Yeah. So that, Other than you know, VM. that's something I'm looking at. Other than virtualization. Other than virtualization, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the only part of it that... that isn't going to help you. Remember how well Intel Windows was virtualized or emulated? It was emulated, not virtualized. Emulated on PowerPC Macs. <laughs> Remember that when you could you could run Windows on your PowerPC Mac? It was emulation. Not well. Not well. not exactly. And they're saying that emulating Intel parallels in VMware are saying emulating Intel and running Windows on an M1 would be the equivalent. Mac is worse oh. it's just horrible so i i don't i you know until these m or silicon apple silicon processors get so fast that emulating intel can be done smoothly and effectively and without I, costing I, a million bucks yeah so done i'm done Okay. Uh, Gaz, anything else before we, we get out of here for this break? No, I, I think I'm going to get us out so we're uh, ready for the, the big Mac stock discussion. Yeah, so <laughs> stand by to M1 to stand by to Duo, and we'll be right back. Hi, 
Hi, my name is Dave Ginsberg. I'm the host of In Touch with iOS at InTouchWithIOS.com with my co-host, Warren Sklar. We talk about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. We also have some great Apple guests from the Apple community that also talk to us uh, relating to any tips, any apps, any news of the day, anything that's going on with Apple. Please give us a listen. Our website is InTouchWithIOS.com. This is Dave Hamilton from the Mac Geek App, and I never listen to Guy and Gaz, uh, the G-Men on the My Mac Podcast. And welcome, everyone, to the second part, part D, of the MyMac.com podcast, where we're going to continue the discussion that we had at the beginning of the last segment of the MyMac podcast, For Gaz reminded me that we were supposed to talk about it in this section of the MyMac.com podcast, which is, of course, Mac Stock 2021 with Mike Potter. Hey, Mike, let's let's talk Mac Stock. Virtual Mac Stock. Virtual Mac Stock. Now, Virtual Mac Stock. And, and I, I make that distinction because I don't want yeah. anyone to be confused with Mac Stock proper. There's a big difference between the two. Which hopefully will be next year hopefully be next year virtual max talk is just a way to kind of keep that community alive keep the spirit going and ultimately to have fun it's yes. just about having fun not that max talk isn't about having fun but virtual max talk is it's it's just a day of getting together and having a blast seeing each other again and it, remember if you want more information you can go to max talk conference in expo Com. Is there a shorter URL that you have, Mike? Max.conference.com. We'll Didn't you, you have Max.2021? Weren't you getting those I, for a while? I believe, I believe, let me test it here. I believe Max.2022 will also work. Yes, if you just type in Max.2022. Okay. So Max.2022 no, will get you to the site for... Virtual Mac Stock 2021. Yeah. <laughs> all roads lead to here. <laughs> That's right. All, ro- all roads lead to Bill Murray at Mac Stock. It's a big um, pink button right on the homepage. MacStockConferenceAndExpo.com. Big pink button to go and learn more about virtual Mac Stock. And are, are you going to have that uh, that service that we had last year with that that big open room that people could walk around in? I can't remember what that was called now. Uh, high fidelity. It was high, fidelity. high fidelity. Yeah, that was so cool. Um, it it was very cool, and I am using something very similar to high fidelity. It's not high fidelity though, and um, I, I actually so high fidelity has switched over to more of a licensing. Sure. Uh, you know they're they're licensing their technology now instead of making it available to people to. To subscribe, so I'm using something called Kumo Space this year, and what's cool about it is instead of just being audio, it is spatial audio, like uh, High Fidelity was, but there's also video. So the camera from your Mac can pick up your face and 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 broadcast you live into your avatar in the oh my, room. Really, that's that's gonna be wild. 
which is wild. And yeah. then I can set up multiple rooms. So there's going to be at least eight rooms. Each room can hold up to 30 people. Some of the rooms are going to have um, the YouTube live stream running in them. Mm -hmm. And then uh, provided it works. <laughs> and I, they say you can do a, a YouTube video, but uh, they don't specifically say you can do live streaming. But I put the link in there. Seems like it might potentially work. So we'll see. So three of the rooms are set up with that. And uh, one of the rooms is set up with information about the presenters. So every presenter has a table. And at the table will be a link to their website. Uh, and then there's also a special guests bunch of table, which happens to include Mr. Guy Searle and MyMac.com on it. So uh, that's all in one room. And then uh, you guys have influenced me. I'm going to rename one of the rooms I set up in Kumo Space to a podcast lounge. Nice. So you can go in there and you can do your do do our live cast or not, like, well, I guess it would be a live cast. So we'll have to we'll have to like watch our P's and Q's there, guys. Yeah, I, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm honestly, folks. I'm usually the I'm usually the problem when it comes to live streaming. So can I can I just remind people in case there's anybody who, who haven't got a clue about Macstock and haven't okay. got a clue about that live lounge that was last year that you're 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 um, gushing about gushing about completely. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what happened was you, you got into um. And so you obviously sitting in front of your mac or your pc or whatever it was and you got into this uh, arena as it were and you had like a little avatar which you could move around and interact with other avatars or get closer to other avatars and if you had your uh, both if you had a headset on so both ears preferably you could actually hear sounds of people talking about subjects like you were in a real room. So, you know, when you're having a conversation with someone and you can hear someone over there and they say your name and that gets your attention, yep. this was exactly the same and it was absolutely cool. And then you could move your avatar over towards those and the sound and their speaking would increase and the people that you left, were, could you could hear them going, well, where the hell is he going? You know, <laughs> that, that, sort of, that sort of situation, it wasn't quite that. Yeah, I, well, I could remember there would be times when, you know, you and I would be talking or I would be talking to someone, you'd see somebody come up and they'd throw in like a comment or two, and then you would just see their little arrow turn around and out they would go. And it was like, you son of a gun, where the hell are you going? You just got here. Uh, but one of the really cool things about audio that was involved with it, as Gaz was saying, you know, the farther away you were from someone, the, you know, the lower the volume would be. But if your avatar was actually turned in one direction or another away from that, you would only hear it on one side. It was, it was amazing and sometimes i would actually do that i would like turn to one side and then move crab like sideways to wherever it was and i could hear the audio volume increasing in one ear and staying relatively low in the other ear it was it was so much fun and yeah I, and i think that was part of the reason why people would just disappear they're like well let me go see what happens if i do this and then you know their avatar you would see it just flying all over the place um, but it was a lot of fun. It, it was it was one of the it was one of the great things about Macstock last year, and I'm sure it will be for this year as well. On top of all the wonderful speakers that are going to be there, so you'll be able to go into uh, various rooms. You'll be able to see the present the presenters and their presentations. Um, 
sometimes live, sometimes I, I'm guessing, are, is anyone going to do their presentation live or is everything going to be kind of pre-recorded and then like a Q&A at the end? Excellent question, Mr. Searle. Um, <laughs> we're going to have six presenters, six presenters this year. Um, I'll just kind of run down the list off the top of my head. We have Brett Terpstra. We have uh, Wally Truinsky. Um, we have Kelly Gamont. We have uh, Mike Schmitz and Allison Sheridan. Nice. So those are the six folks who are going to be offering presentations this year. The, it is going to be a MaxDoc Classic. In other words, if you remember back to the very first MaxDoc, I put a rule in place. You have 20 minutes, 20 minutes to present. And that's what each presenter has been given this year is 20 minutes to present. Uh, all will be pre-recorded with the exception of one. Mike Schmitz is going to be there presenting live. Nice. And uh, everybody else is going to have pre-recorded presentations and be joining us virtually uh, throughout the day. Uh, so, uh, yeah, two of them will be interview style, if you will, which is what we did last year when we kind of threw virtual max talk together. We did these, um, you know, one on one interview type discussions with the presenters this year. Uh, Allison and Wally are going to be interview style. Mike will be uh, live. And then the remaining three are pre-recorded kind of proper presentations, if you will. So a lot of, lot of fun. A lot of fun topics. Yeah. And and whether you're able to ask the questions right after those presentations or whether you meet up with the presenters afterwards in the virtual rooms that, that everyone's going to be, and the people will be going in and out during the mm -hmm. entire event. This is going to be really, really exciting. So make sure you are in front of your computer at wherever it is that you live, wherever it is that you live. At, at what time is it going to start, Mike? It starts at 11 a.m. Central Time, Chicago Time, if you will, um, on Saturday, September 25th. Okay, so that, that is... run until 4 p.m. Central Time on the same day. Okay, so that's... Five, noon, five hours. That's noon on Eastern. the East Coast. That means it's going to be at 8 o'clock, no, 9 o'clock on the West Coast, uh, for gas, it's going to start at five o'clock in the afternoon and f you can follow, I don't know what Greenwich, how far away are you from Greenwich time, Gaz? 31st of October. So you're one hour behind five hours, right? So, yeah. So we're currently, we're current. What is the time where you are now? It's currently three 30. Well, it's five, it's half past eight here. So it's five hour difference at the moment. So, yep. so what's Greenwich time right now? Yeah plus one on that okay so sorry minus one on that minus one you're confusing me now and i think you're doing it on we, purpose we're currently british summertime <laughs> we it's don't like, change wow. to greenwich time we don't change to greenwich time until the 31st of october okay so it's going to be four hours so that would be four o'clock p.m wow four o'clock p.m greenwich time work your time zone out from there for when max stock is going to begin is that is that correct just go just just folks just listen to what mike said and go with central time and then work your own calculations out. <laughs> i'm so confused so but it, it you don't want to miss this and it's going to be a whole lot of fun uh is, is there going to be any swag 
that you're going to have for sale afterwards or during the event, Mike? There will be. Of course, Ooh, it's Max Talk. Of course, there's going to be swag. Um, everybody who's attending in person, and and we talked about this in the in the first segment, uh, the VIP pass holders, they get a T-shirt. You know, that's kind of the thing. You show up, you get the VIP pass holder, you know, you get the T-shirt. However, the T-shirts will also be available for sale beginning pre uh, on pre-order. Let me let me put it that way. They're going to be available for sale on pre-order beginning September 25th. And the reason it's pre-order is because I, you know, I don't have a warehouse full of t-shirts. So right. You have to know how many to order order. them. Uh, They'll have a certain amount of time to get them ordered. And then I'll put that order in. And once they're, they, you know, they've ended, uh, come out of production, I'll ship them out to everybody. Okay. And it's, and there will be mini pro and pro max sizes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. It's going to be the standard sizes, us sizes for shirts. God, why do people listen to me? I don't know. <sighs> Actually, what I started doing last year is the T-shirt, when when a T-shirt's for sale, I have the size charts in there so that folks who are looking at them internationally or or what have you will know how they compare. Uh, but I, I put in the, the standard adult, they call them adult sizes for T-shirts. Now that's me out. <laughs> yeah, that's because you're just a child. I am. I'm such a child. So... We've got we've got six presenters. Each is going to have 20 minutes. The event's going to go from 11 o'clock Central Time to 4 o'clock Central Time. Right. Figure out your own time zone. There's going to be some great swag. There's, these presenters are going to be wonderful. There's going to be Q&As going on all day. There's going to be the virtual room that you'll be able to interact with so many of the other people that are there, whether they're there in person or they're virtually. Uh, I don't know how we're going to work that out with the peop- with the VIP people. Wow, careful how I say that. The VIP people who are there, if if they want to join in, uh, they'll probably have to do it from like their hotel room or something. I don't know. I don't know how much Wi-Fi is going to be available. Uh, but regardless, it, this is going to be an amazing time, whether you're there in person or you're there virtually. So make sure you don't miss it. MaxDoc2022.com or MaxDocConferenceAndExpo.com are two terrific ways that you can use to get there. Did I cover everything? <laughs> Did I miss you anything? Covered you, you, the, only, the only thing to be clear on is, is you don't have to go to the, the lounge, the virtual lounge, to um, watch the live stream. The live no. stream will actually be on YouTube. So the anyone who signs up will get that link to go directly to YouTube and and watch the live stream and of course there'll be the chat you know the YouTube chat will be going all day long mm-hmm. and then uh, the vir- the virtual lounge has its own little chat mechanism that works within each room it's not lounge wide it's just within each room um, but yeah yeah that's that's uh, what that's what we're doing also there will be probably some special events involving Dave and myself who will be there live and in person with Mike. Um, I know you would, you were, you had been talking with Chuck about doing. Mike looks scared now. No, I, what I was going to say is I'm hoping, I'm hoping to hand guy a camera and have him <laughs> go around either uh, among the VIP pass holders there in attendance or even go out on the street if you want to. Now, in theory, we should in an, in a wide open area, we should have 300 feet on that camera. But I'm going to say about 100, 100 to 200, 150 feet, maybe. 
Um, but you know, we'll just see what happens. Yeah, if you see me suddenly just like spring back toward the opera house, you'll know why. That's, That's <laughs> be like me. Can they hold me? Hold me on a tight leash on a rubber band. Whoop! Right back yeah. to the opera house. But it, if nothing else, I'm hoping you'll go around with a camera within the stage left cafe and just kind of you know chat with people in between presentations. Sure. Yeah. Scare, scare, you scare the hell out of people. Reconfirm the dates. It's next weekend, is it? <laughs> a week. Yes, September twenty fifth. Yep. From eleven a.m. Central Time to four p.m. Central Time. Uh, and for the, the Q&A, what I'm doing this year is, you know, last year we did kind of, kind of Q&A at the end of every presentation. This year I'm going to ask folks to kind of hold their main questions until the final hour. And then my hope is that all the presenters will be able to join us on the live stream that final yeah. hour and and get questions asked and answered at that time. But there, anyone is welcome to hang out in that lounge all day long. Uh, like I said, there's going to be a room that I'll encourage presenters to go into. And, you know, if people want to ask a question and they're mm -hmm. in there, they can ask a question. It's, that's all live and kind of spur of the moment. But the final hour of the day is reserved for Q&A and or, well, for anyone who's been to MaxDoc, overage. We always yeah. run late. We always run over. So there, we'll have a little overage time and some Q&A time at the end of the day. And cool. Dave and I, Dave and I will be there in person. If you have any questions or any problems, we we'll, hopefully we'll be able to take care of any issues that come up during the live stream. But I'm really looking forward to this. <sighs> I'm actually be being, I'm going to be there a day early. I'm going to be there on the, the 24th. I'm actually flying up on the 23rd, but I'm going to be there all day on the 24th in the Woodstock area. Uh, I'll be there Sunday and Monday. If anybody's in the area that wants to hang out and, and do crazy stuff with a six foot, six bald old guy from florida originally from florida yeah nod, nod your head very good um but that's uh that's that's you know that that's going to be max stock in a nutshell this is going to be a great time and i think everyone who attends and everyone who's there whether they're there in person or, or they're virtually is going to have a wonderful time and let's cross all of our all of our digits Pinkies. That, uh, that everything is going to be good to go for next year so that we can all do this again in person. Because as great as all this is, nothing beats doing the face-to-face. -face. I am super excited for the next in-person Max Doc because when it can finally happen, when I can finally make it official, it's going to be three days, three days of presentations, our largest lineup of presenters ever, and uh, maybe a couple other surprises in store that I'm trying to line up. So okay. anything, anything else that you want to, you want to throw in about Max Talk, Mike? No, I think we just about covered it. It's, it's going to be a fun time. Anyone who would like to attend virtually, it's completely free to sign up. Um, uh, by the way, also virtualmaxdoc.com works as well. So, yep. And you know what we're doing right now, Mike? We're nodding our heads. <laughs> It's time for Gassy's tip. Do you ever want to make an alias and put it in a new place so that you can utilize it in, you know, a new area? No, I was born having... here. 
Oh, alias. Than, sorry, a, sorry. An alias on your Mac guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay. You're, what you normally have to do is right-click, create alias. It then duplicates that file, and then you move that alias. But wait a minute. Wait a doggone minute. If you hold Option and Command and move that file, it automatically creates the alias, which you can place in your new location. Nod's head. Oh! Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. Is that the name of the Will you let me finish? Gaz, you are absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, Guy, do you have a pick for pick's sake? I do. I do have a pick. And I shared this. I shared this with uh, with uh, Gaz and and Mike earlier. Mike, as you as you can tell, is a great big Batman fan. It is a homemade intro to the nineteen sixty six Batman TV show, and it is so brilliant. And I there... challenge anybody who watched this to identify the original from the um, the homemade one. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was. It was that good. It's so spot on. It's so good. Can I point out, can I point out that I had no idea that was going to be your pick when I picked this shirt to wear today? I think your shirt made it the pick. It did. Oh, it, spur- see, no. it spurred me on. It made me think of it. So I've got a, I've got a for pick's sake pick this week as well, Tell which us. is quite unusual for me, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, on Friday, I went down to London, Londinium. I love going down there. <laughs> that's, not you, in Can- could... it's, that's not in Canada, is it? No, no, it's nowhere near Canadian. And, <laughs> and I love, if ever you come to, to the UK, folks, um, you know, if, if, if you want to pay for me to come down to London and walk you around the city rather than using the damn underground let me know because i'll to walk i'll you'll do you'll do a visit which you just won't believe but if you are and you don't want me to come one of the places you must visit is the british museum it's fabulous it's actually free to get in you have to book but you it is free to get in they they do like donations which um obviously was done by myself and uh actually it's just a great place you do have to pay for some of the bigger um the, presentations the exhibit exhibits. The exhibits which are not you know not permanently there um because they obviously travel around the world but actually it's just a fabulous it's a it's a great building as well it's beautiful inside and when you outside and when you go inside it's it's completely modernized fabulous absolutely fabulous and the exhibits are great um, anybody in the UK, get down there. Go and have a look at Sutton Who exhibits, the uh, the British exhibit section as well. Fantastic, absolutely fantastic. So that's my pick. A yeah, little bit of concentrating the UK. That's but, that's hey. actually that's actually one of the, like the premier museums mm-hmm. in the world. And no, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. This is like yeah. one of the the greatest museums that you can go to in the world. It, it's it is, it is a wonderful Museum. place, and there is so much in there. You you yep. will not be able to do. I, I mean, I flew through there really quickly and I just, I, I needed another three yeah. weeks. It's like, ah, oh, King Arthur. Hey, okay. Been, been there, seen it, done that. Who? Uh, King Arthur, that guy, you know, that real guy that actually existed. The real yeah, guy yeah, that actually yeah. existed. Yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, him too. Whole, there's a whole wing dedicated to Robin <laughs> Hood and his merry men. Boy, were they merry. So, 
if you would like to leave feedback for the show, it's so easy to do so. You can just do it in all the various ways that we'll talk about later. <laughs> and if, if you do, if you do leave feedback for the show, let us know about it so that I can send you a woo tea. And if you don't know what a woo tea is, I'm gonna tell you what it is right now. It's a big W big O big O big T little I little E that spells woody. That's what it is. So don't miss out. As a matter of fact, I don't, did I send you a woody the last time you were on the show, Mike? I do not believe you did. You, <gasps> oh, I'm, I'm stunned, amazed, and you, completely disgusted with myself. Watch out, watch out for your inbox, Mike, because you are going to get a wooty, and you are, <laughs> you are going to be so proud. You're going to, you, you just wait and see. You, wow. you will hold it on the wall. Yes, you will right hold it up. Me. You will hold it up into the air and say, "This is the greatest achievement of my life." Yes. And then, yeah, and then, and then, and then you'll burn it. Yeah, and you'll be um, like, "Oh, anyway. what's this rubbish?" <laughs> Toss it to the side. <laughs> anyway. um, you can also reach us. We have emails. We have twitters. Uh, we have. You can leave audio feedback if you'd like to help contribute to keep the show going. Uh, you can send that to patreon.com forward slash MacParrot. You can you can go to coffee, ko-fi.com forward slash MacParrot. Or if you want to pay a pal, you can go to paypal.me forward slash Mac Parrot. Now, Mike, if people wanted to get a hold of you and say, what were you thinking when not only did you come on to the MyMac.com podcast, but you actually invited Guy to be there in person? How would they how would they contact you to say what a colossal mistake you have made? Now, wait a minute. Did I invite sure. you? I seem to recall when I put out the YouTube video that I was potentially thinking about doing this, that I got a self-invite from you. Okay, well, let's call it a kidnapping. Which I graciously <laughs> accepted, by the way. <laughs> okay, well, you know, all, all of that regret aside now, how can people get a hold of you? The best way to get a hold of me these days is probably by visiting MaxDoc's website, maxdocconferenceandexpo.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I am most active on at Mac Stock Expo. And uh, you can email me, Mike at MacStockConferenceAndExpo.com or Mike at 4MacEyesOnly.com. Okay, make those sure you put all that in the, in the show notes so I don't, I don't forget to put those in. Please G note that there is no means by which you can contact me via Facebook. <gasps> what about if AOL? You find me on Facebook, don't even bother trying to contact me because... You ain't going to get it's a response. It's not Mike. <laughs> it's, it, it is it is me, but it's not. Yeah. We call <laughs> that person holder. We call that person FM. It's a Mike. cardboard cutout of me <laughs> just holding my place in line. Saying, Here I am. Yes. So Gaz, if people want to get a hold of you, how would they do that? Easy, send an email to gaz, J-Z, at Cars. mymac.com or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmazjz, M-A-Z. You can also contact Guy and myself on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-A-Y-G-A-Y-G-U-Y-N-D-G-A-Z. Cars. Excellent, excellent. You can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com. That's F-W-E-D-B-A-C-K at mymac.com. Com. Com. Now, yeah. do we know it was a guy? We well, do. 
pay no attention to that guy behind the curtain. They don't. Guy says. Mm, mm. His name was Guy. No foolin'. Excellent, excellent. He's the guy. 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 You remember Guy? They... Guy's the one. If How you could want, they forget. If you want. An email from Guy. How would they do it? <laughs> all, all you'd have to do, send that email to podcast at vertshark.com. I have not one, but two accounts over there on on the Twitters. It is Mac Parrot. Oh, that's oh, one. There we go. And uh and Vertshark. That's I mean that's all we can play of that one. Uh we have I'm, I'm laughing because Mike's <laughs> reading a comic. <laughs> and well it's a fantastic four, so that works. Um we also have we have a Skype telephone number that you can call us. At, at least three people that we know of know this number. It is one or plus one outside of the United States, 703-436-9501. That number again is one or plus one, 703-436-9501. If you cannot stand to dial that one or plus one, just use the Skype application and dial 703-436-9501. That is all you have to do. And Gaz and Mike, I have to say, number one, thank you both for being here. I, I really appreciate the fact that you're here. But I'm also mostly appreciative of all of the people who download and listen. Listen to the MyMac.com podcast. It's not enough to download. Got to listen to. We really appreciate the fact that you take the time to do so. And I would like to say... That between the three of us, Mike is good enough. Also, <laughs> Mike is smart enough. However, however, Wilf Gonnet, Wolf, Wolf, Wilf. People like Mike. Evaya and Max Stock, Etenga una buena razón pour le que no. Tambian una note de tu professor. Um, gentlemen. Yes. My uncle, who's bald. <laughs> well, he no, asked me to go down to the shop and and buy his his wig. And I said, "Okay, how much is it?" One pound fifty. He said. I said. Well, that's not it very much. If I could get this joke right, it'd be great. That's not much of a price to pay. <laughs> End. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcasts, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. I'm not the one that has to edit it. I well, care. I mean, it's been, well, I do two, actually, I do two editing jobs. I do the audio edit for the show that goes out on the MyMac feed, which includes a carefully edited version of the after show stuff. And then there's the, the video part, which is being recorded in StreamYard, but that's always, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me.
that's always just the show. I, I don't even try to do the after show stuff in that because it's, it's, it's hard enough to do an audio <laughs> going through. No, we can't include that. No, no, not that bit either. The after show part is the part that takes me the longest in all my audio editing. I, I'm because I'm I never swear. No, he never. <laughs> he keeps his mouth shut. Is what he does. And all the time, I have to tell him, "Gaz." <laughs> the BBC shows we watch are That's the right. most f bomb laden shows we, <laughs> we have on television. Oh, I've been loving Ted Lasso when when. Don't uh, tell me. Don't say anything. No, 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 no. When when um. When they died. You mean? No, 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 not no, not the plane crash. Um, oh, okay. That the, uh, we're kidding. We're kidding. <laughs> uh, when what's his name was the sportscaster. I know. Yes. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. I, I can't think well, of his name. Well, well, he's a dick for doing that, isn't he? I've yeah. Always said yeah. He's a dick. And all the other, all the other guys in the show are like, yeah. <laughs> wait, hold on. Anyway. Anyway. Mark's okay. Things to we're, do. we're only, we're only one episode into the second season. So. Oh really? Oh, oh, he's right. not. He he's been approached to be a, a broadcaster, but not oh, actually taking. I the thought job you'd yet. okay because that's that's quite a few episodes back uh, at you, this point. You've you've got some comic value coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just watched the new one last night. Anyway, very very fun. very different. It's yes. not Stop your typical procrastinating guy. Yeah, and I won't give any more spoilers. Um. Oh, who's gonna do? Who's gonna do the um? The intro. You want to do the intro, Mike? No, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave the the funny foreign offensive voices to you guys. And uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's not offensive. It's I'll just do, different. I'll, I'll do the title then. Okay. My Mac Bud. Oh, I've got to do it into camera. Haven't I? You want me to? Yeah. Yeah. Do it in camera. Yeah, in camera. <laughs> um. <laughs> My Mac Podcast eight hundred and sixty six. <laughs> <laughs> My, I'm <laughs> laughing now, aren't I? My Mac Podcast, eight hundred and sixty sticks. Sixty sticks. Six, 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 six. You know, Just I have less trouble pickable. with this when you purposely try to screw me up. <laughs> <laughs> You're despicable. <laughs> That's not helping, Mike. <laughs> Oh, I've got somewhere. the giggles. <laughs> there, now I can see. My Mac Pod, shut up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> My Mac Podcast, eight hundred and sixty-six. Mac Stockio. That'll work. <laughs>